Hey, how y'all doing? This is for the Culture Podcast. We do it every year. Our first caress. Girl, oh, help her. Girl, y'all remember when Wendy Williams fell out? Fuck, when was that last year? That was Happy Halloween. Our and that first... boo sign, that boo, that boo sign hand came on and she had fucking shook. <laughs> she was fucking shook, bitch. <laughs> fucking shook. Our first caress. Huh? I wonder what you trying to say, caress like the soap. <laughs> I wonder what she's saying there. Did you see her? Um, and I mean, it's Roseanne who said this shit, but she was. They on. said Roseanne got her ass together. She was like, "Girl, do we really want to talk about husbands, Wendy?" Oh, bitch! And Wendy, but I'm not checking for Roseanne. Ass, me neither. Bitch. That's why I was like, I don't know, girl. Is Trump supporting? Okay, any fucking black person that's watching Roseanne in 2018, watching new episodes. You hoes can suck my infected toe, bitch. The infected toe? Not the, the infected toe, Infected bitch. fucking toe, bitch, from shoving up assholes, bitch. Yes, That's so garbage. But I've not watched Roseanne. I'm not going to watch that fucking trash-ass shit. Yeah, it's not going to happen on my watch. I'm not interested in seeing it. Absolutely not. <laughs> but welcome to another episode of For the Culture Podcast. We are a day late and not a dollar short. Not a dollar short? Absolutely not. <laughs> This weekend was very long for me. Yes, for you. I, it, was. it was very long for me. I had a lot of shit going on and came back and had even more shit going on. So um, we'll start with Adrian since he went to a silent auction. Oh, okay. <laughs> silent auction. How I was that? I saw the pictures look cute. Yeah, it was good. So I had I had went with Charles. With his fine ass. I know. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> I'm sure my ass is doing all type of crazy dirty <laughs> shit. Um, but I went there, and the previously I hadn't gone to those silent headphone mm-hmm. parties because I thought they looked boring. Like mm-hmm. from, and even when I was looking at my video that I kind of sent out, it may have looked like the the party was boring because people were just like mm-hmm. in their zones. But it was so much fun to have mm. to be listening to music coming from a DJ. How did y'all hear about it? How did you hear about it? Charles um, told I, me Yeah, it. Charles told me about it, mm-hmm. but apparently it has been going on like it's been a thing. I Is think it like every month thing? DJs. I think they go to different cities, I think. Okay, like yeah, cuz I I've, I've heard of they've been here before. Yeah. But that's my first time like uh, it was it was a straight gathering. It was straight but it was so much fun. I what like club was it at? It was at the warehouse. So I figured, like, girl, it's really open and artsy and gay as fuck at the warehouse. Was it like, what warehouse? I'm trying to see that the woman they be having the Halloween parties. Yeah, there. all them fucking Eventbrite shits they be having. Oh, okay. So, it, I mean, it was Was fun. there a lot of queers there, though? I... Yeah, well, it's Atlanta, so... Yeah, I, I'm sure there were. But um, it was just a lot of fun. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I didn't expect it to be a lot of fun. But it Who was, was the other girl y'all took a picture with? That was his friend or something? Yeah, or that, that was his friend as well. Oh, okay. Sabrina, I think, is her name. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. it was good. Uh, so, shout out to Charles for that um, bullshit, but <laughs> he fucking told me that he, was, um, he wasn't sure if he was coming, so I wasn't like... If oh, yeah, no. I had seen him on um, fucking Tinder. I was like, girl, are you here? And he was like, Justin ain't telling you. I was like, girl. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, don't, I didn't know. He didn't tell me... We didn't talk about him coming or not, so he I didn't. Don't, yeah, I that's what I'm saying. He didn't. He said he was thinking about coming, but he never did tell me. He said, "Bitch, I'm here." I said, "Nigga, you didn't fucking tell me you was coming." So, but that yeah, was, that was my weekend. It was fun. What about yours? You you were traveling all. Yeah, I was. I was little. Um, I was doing a lot of shit. I fucking went to. I went to Memphis, and I went to. Just see my uh, my friends and family and stuff, and spend some time with them. It was just a random fucking trip, um, cause I know they was coming off. The kids were coming off a of spring break, and um, I was there, and just it was just like seeing like 
seeing this shit, because every time I go to Memphis, it's always the same stuff. Like, I always take this specific street, and I see my old job, and it's just, like, bring back some memories, oh, like, when no. I was working at Walgreens and stuff on Riverdale, and I drove past there. I Normally, I stopped, but I didn't stop. I didn't stop. So, I went. Uh, I think I went straight to my mother's house. I think I went straight to my mother's house. I think I, yeah, I did. I went straight there, kicked the shit with them, talked to them for a minute, and then I went with my friends um, who are getting married this September. Um, they're getting married. Oh, yeah, you did tell me. Yeah, so I spent the time with them, and they were just like, like it was a breath of fresh air. We talked about a whole bunch of dumb shit, um, a lot of important shit, and just being around like someone who is like in a committed relationship, engaged. Like being and, around that, right? Yeah, like yeah. So we talked about stuff like you know using queer besides using gay, and we talked about trans rights. We talked about black issues. We talked about a whole bunch of shit. My brother came over. He rolled up a blunt. Yeah, you told you told me that y'all shook the table. Yeah, they shook the table. We were talking <laughs> about church. We were talking about religion, and it was just good ass conversations around like minded individuals. And I really needed that. I really really needed that. That's good. Yeah. So it was like it was something different. Like it was just something different because I've known um, Eric and his boyfriend, his boyfriend fiance now for a minute. But like this was like a like a true bonding moment. We had a, mm-hmm. like a really really bonding moment and. They said, girl, go upstairs. They said, you can have company if you want to. Da, da, da. Oh, girl, that's so yeah, so they got a beautiful three bedroom home, and I was just, I stood upstairs and um, came down and talked shit. And my friend had to be at work every morning, like at eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. But he still like was engaged in conversation, stayed up, and like there are no clubs and oh, shit to go to. Any. Yeah, that's nice. That's that nice. is. So they are um, having a wedding sometime. Well, not saying sometime, bitch. Just save the date. I just got the letter. <laughs> the picture of them saved the day. I think it's fucking September the 24th or something. Oh. And so I now I have to throw them a bachelor party. In oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So I have, to, I have to have to throw them a bachelor party in Atlanta. They want to have one in Atlanta, so I got to get that. And they're also looking for a male vocalist. But I think it's probably too late. They've already chosen one. They want a male vocalist. And they also plays the piano as well. They're looking for one. They want to pay them to like sing at their wedding and stuff. Oh, so, that's so if cute. you are interested, like please email me justin at com or let me know, inbox me, and I will put the word in. But you have to be able to sing. These folks are very particular. But, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, like that, they said it was very hard to find somebody who can play the piano and sing at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it is difficult to do, it's a hard thing to do. That shit. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to hit the right note. Yeah. Because I know you know how to like play piano. Yeah, but I'm, I would not trust myself and nobody wedding to yeah. be playing. <laughs> do you do you think you can sing? Like, do you think you sing? Um, I don't know. I feel like every gay guy thinks they can sing, and yeah. I don't want to be one of those things. People who instead say, you I, start singing some boys yeah. to men bullshit. <laughs> but I think I do have a, an ability to hit a note. You know, but I wouldn't consider myself. I mean, a we can all all hit a note uh, once we get hit in the right position. You better believe it. <laughs> we'll hit something. <laughs> but other than that, like um, the weekend was sickening as hell, and I did not want to leave till Tuesday. I wanted to like leave out early that Tuesday morning, just to get enough time to record the podcast and like get enough rest. But I did not know. I had forgot about the. Facebook um, creator event that I had to attend Tuesday. Okay. So I went How to, was that? That was like off the chain. That was off the chain. Like, I did not know. Like, when I first received the email, they sent it to me, and I thought that it was just 
spam. I thought it was spam when I first saw it. Uh-huh. So after they, um, you know, confirmed, after I went, I said, let me check this stuff out. And the logo was right. The email address they sent it to was justin at kingarees.com. Mm. So I was like, that is not an email associated with any of my Facebook okay. accounts. So I was like, <laughs> these folks must have did some digging. Yeah. They did some digging. And I was like, okay, let me go, like. So I got there and it was at Punce City Market, which is a beautiful fucking place. It reminds me of like when we like when at Chelsea mm-hmm. Market in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like gave me that and we was at the rooftop and it was cold as hell, so they had it closed in in this little plastic little thing. Mm-hmm. And they were just giving us information on how to use Instagram, how to build of um engagement, how to keep that engagement, um, the new features they're working on, what can they work on, um, Facebook algorithms and stuff. And we also talked about monetization coming with Facebook and how these things can help you like build whatever you got going on. And they were offering, you know, connections as well. Like, so I have a like contact person to be able to talk to if I have some issues with some things. And mm-hmm. they were just telling us about the importance of like the um the creator app that they have and if you're a creator you can download it and it helps you with some other stuff it was a lot of shit it was a lot of shit was it helpful that they took it was very helpful yeah it was very helpful yeah i'm not gonna lie like and i asked i said okay we was all we was completely done with the whole thing because it lasted from 9 30 to fucking three o'clock i can imagine so we were just taking all this information taking all this information and then you know gave feedback on how we felt about some things and I got a chance to meet, meet Darius Cooks. Darius Cook is a, like the chef in Atlanta and stuff. Um, and he was pretty cool. He kind of, he was kind of had like a, like, I don't know, like a, he came off kind of like mean a little bit. Like I told him, I said, oh, I fucking know who you are. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, he didn't, wasn't mean to me, but he was just like, he was being mean to Facebook. He was like, bitch, y'all fucking oh. up this and that. <laughs> he was dragging their ass. But um, I asked, I said, you know what, let me ask because I, one of the, there was like three black men. And some of them were some of the people who helped, you know, uh, create Facebook Live. Like, mm. they were folks working in, like, getting Facebook Live up to date oh. and running and stuff. It was a couple of white people. It was, like, one Asian woman. But you can see the diversity. So, I, you know, made sure to connect with, you know, people who look like me. So, right. I reached out to this black, you know, um, I can guess he's, like, an app developer for Facebook. So, I talked to him. And come to find out, he was the one who, like picked me to be on there. Oh, wow. So I didn't even know it. I was just like, I asked him, I said, so how did y'all find folks? He was like, to be honest, like we just looked and see who was dope and then that. And uh, we said, because a lot of people really wanted to be here. A lot of folks were busting the door down and said they were going to show up anyway just to be sure because they had gave the address. Okay. Um, but you had to have like some shit. They even made you sign an NDA. Oh, They shit sure did. And they signed it through Facebook. So it's the face like they confirmed it with my Facebook password. Oh and wow! Shit. Yeah, it was some real shit. They probably gonna tell me the Tiffany Haddish type of shit. Tiffany, they probably gonna put something <laughs> like that. But um, he like he said, yeah, like y'all of the culture saying. I said my ratchet stuff. He said, yeah, cause you're even your content. And I was like, okay. I said, do you watch my shit or something? He's like, yeah, I watch all. He, he told me, he said, I watch all your shit. I love your shit. I was like, oh my fucking god. I said, I gotta follow you on Twitter. The nigga been following me on Twitter for I hate to nigga. He been following me on Twitter for like a minute. And like he's been following me. Like this is somebody who works in Facebook. You never know. Like, that's what you always put That's what I'm saying. He has been paying attention to my content and all that type of stuff. And it, like it's content for everybody. Like, even though I think Facebook does a better job in including other creators better than YouTube does it. And I was just appreciative of that shit. And he was just he even agreed, like I said, well, 
you know, Facebook and all these other folks are teaching us how to do stuff for white, um, you know, consumers and right. stuff. And it doesn't always work for us. They have best practices that yeah. don't work with our audiences. Absolutely. So when we talked about that, he was like, yep. He said, yep, but that's why we're here. So um, I am definitely in contact with him. And I just learned a lot. It was just so nice to be a part of that shit. Yeah, it's always nice to be a part of, like, creative mm-hmm. energy and people who are, like, really serious about building stuff or learning stuff. That's always fun. <laughs> but... That sounds like you had a fucking very eye-opening and hectic weekend. It was, and then I came back. So that was over at 3 o'clock, and then I came back, and I just sat at the house. I was like, okay, what the fuck do I want to do? Because I got home like at 4, so I was like, there's no way in the hell that's going to happen. I figured. Yeah, I was like, great, there's no way in the hell, because it's like... It's just not gonna happen. It's just not, and I I didn't feel my like my power. I didn't feel my energy. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing a um, radio show that night. Like that was like nine o'clock. And even when I went on the, like the radio show with Q in the streets, um, y'all check them out. They they're pretty they're pretty cool. I, I enjoyed them. Um, Quentin is Quentin is going to be one of the guys who's going to be on um, Chasing Atlanta for those who watched that. I forgot they're coming out sometime in the next week or so. They're coming out next week or so. So I was on there, and he fine as hell. He's a real cute guy, and but he was not there. His ass was not there. He kind of needed a stand in, but I wasn't a stand in. But he had another girl that was there, and we just had conversations and stuff. And they had some folks on their radio show, um, Saints and Sinners. I don't watch that damn show, but <laughs> I don't watch that shit. But like the connection that we had was, it was cute and it was building. Um, and like they did a cute couple of questions and stuff, but that it wasn't too much. So mm-hmm. it was a good networking opportunity. But when I came home, I just took my ass to sleep. sleep. <laughs> I just said, okay, this is enough. Well, no, I didn't go to sleep. I um, came home and I, I, no, I fucking did not. I fucking, what did I do? I stopped at Hudson Grill and got me uh, a panini and brought that shit back home. And um, one of my friends and his friends said they want to come over. I said, you know, like, bitch, come on. But y'all, I said, girl, don't be taking forever because I'm going to sleep on y'all ass. <laughs> so they came over about 12 and we just talked to shit. And then they left because mm-hmm. fucking um, Cameron's ass was falling asleep and fucking <laughs> drunk as hell. So that was my weekend, girl. That's good. That sounds like a good ass, like, uh, work and play type of Yeah, game. she was, girl, but I'm exhausted as fuck, and I'm supposed to be going to Nashville fucking tomorrow, so we're going to see how that goes. That's Damn, you've been around yeah. the world and I, 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 Yeah, see? yeah, it's too much shit going on. <laughs> too much. Too much. Too much shit. I would talk about TV shows, but all I've been doing is playing video games. <laughs> well, that's a TV show in itself. Okay. That's all I've been doing. I've been playing. What game have you been playing? Overwatch. I've been dragging the girls with Sombra and Orissa. What the fuck is that? That's oh, that's a, a person's yeah, name? that's the people's names. Oh, they're so good. Oh, I, I put the shield up and I get ready to blast these holes. Sombra? That's it's a girl? Yeah, it's a girl. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a little sense. I haven't been playing any games as much. The only game I'm playing right now is trying to figure out what fucking game and what world the Nene thinks she's a fucking comedian. Oh my god, I'm screaming. Nene Leaks, Real Housewives of Atlanta, came on this Sunday. Um, as you all know, um, Nene thinks she's a goddamn comedian. She's offering Brent her son. She's offering it's like lessons and yeah, stuff? Yeah, she's talking about to get in this industry. Um, <laughs> Nene is no damn comedian. She's just a person who I give cute facial reactions and girl, i don't even like i'm not i'm not a comedian i i've always tell people to say just you so i said girl I just talk shit yeah i would, I would more consider myself a storyteller like that's it i'm not <laughs> i'm not a fucking comedian bitch I, I don't do that shit so 
Nene Leakes not a comedian. Uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta um, did their almost pre- what is that called? It's not a season finale. Season finale is next week. Finally got a chance to see Kenya Moore's fucking husband, Mark Daly, who is fine as hell on video, but he's not cute to me on pictures. Oh, child, he's not. Pictures. But the pictures don't do him no justice. But when I saw him on like when I saw him on the show, he looked good. So Miss Sheree thought it was important for us to bring for her to go and ask him. Um, where he got his nose pierced. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. She asked that man that. She walked up to him and asked, like, she really went and asked him that dumb ass shit. She said, so where did you, where did you get your, where did you get your nose pierced at? Like, uh, cause I, I want to do that. And then she said that his nose was like cute. Well, she, he didn't, she didn't say that. Um, what's the name? Shamia said it was cute and dainty, meaning like it's small and cute. Like, like cute and dainty? Yes, that's what she said. Cute. <laughs> I was like, I had to look that word up. I've never heard that word before. Yeah, cute and dainty. Bitch. Okay, is it what is it? Dainty? Dainty. Okay, I think about Danny the Kane. Like bitch. it's <laughs> bitch. Like it's you know, like you would describe a twink like that. Like girl, she's she's real dainty. Girl. They were dragging. They were really dragging and going in on home girl like. And I was like, this is why she don't want a part to be a part of the show. Like, I can understand why he doesn't. And I was kind of disappointed in Sheree for doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, very disappointed in Sheree thought that, like, she wanted to use, like, almost like saying he was bisexual, he was gay. And what's wrong with that? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so what is that bullshit? What does that have to do? What is that? What is your problem, sis? It, a lot of people claim they don't have problems, but when it's problem with gay people and, like, bisexual people, but when it's time to disrespect someone or when it's time to drag and read, all of a sudden it's like, okay. So, Sheree, how in the hell are you saying all this? Like, girl, if you're going to walk up to ask those questions, what if I walked up and, told, and asked your ass, why the fuck is it taking you 10 years to build this motherfucking Tonka truck ass house? <laughs> Like, that's, that's, that's just what I want to know. Like, how in the hell are you making that type of... Like, I don't... I can't imagine walking up to somebody and immediately asking, like, bitch, you can't go to Claire's? About a damn nose ring. I hate Sheree. The shit was funny, but the shit was problematic as hell. And for me watching, it sounded like she was trying to say that the man was gay, was feminine, and she just questioned, you know, mm-hmm. his, his sexuality. Like, you got a nose ring. And then even in the confession, she was like, you know, I just never seen that since Tupac. So, oh, so she was trying to be that she was trying to be funny. Okay. But at the same time, I have left the new clown and the shit out of Kenya Moore for having on uh, color contacts. But I know how that is often with people like Sheree, you know, making comments about me and sexuality and stuff. So I had to make sure I checked Sheree. So girl, <laughs> that was a hot ass mess. Other than that, Married to Medicine was lit as fuck this Friday. Um, all the men on there are garbage as fuck and they're outdated old as fuck. <laughs> and they are just stuck in like ways and Stuck shit. in like the fucking 60s. Jeez. <laughs> so let's talk for a second. So our boy, he's not even our boy. What's that boy name? The grown man. Gregory, Dr. Gregory, um, has said he had went to a hotel room. He, and he went in upstairs with a girl. Him and his friend did, but they didn't do anything. Okay. But he tried to make it seem like, you know, hey, I didn't do shit. So, you even though he just, was there. You need to just relax and forget about yeah, it. Yeah, like, just forget about it. Like, and he told his wife, like, girl, like, we in this shit. Like, this I was trying to black blackmail me. So, when he's standing together and, like, do some kill. I was like, girl, no, girl not me. That shit you was standing garbage. on your own with that. And by yourself. That's what I'm saying, because you wasn't you was standing when you walked your ass you to, the ho- to the there. top of the hotel room, Sam. Oh, my God. That girl said she tried to fucking um, blackmail him. 
And Simone said, bitches are looking for you. <laughs> bitches have a motive. And men have a motive too. Like, we know who the cast are. We know that. Like, y'all are not well, well known, but we're paying attention. Mm-hmm. So, um, the whole Marriage Madison reunion was just, it was good, but like, I was so pissed off at Gregory and her husband. I mean, and his wife. I was just like, I couldn't believe he sat up there and said this shit. Because thinking that, I would really think that Quad was really like bitching, complaining and mm-hmm. stuff and about stuff that did not like exist. But to see Gregory act like that, Gregory, you have showed your complete ass this motherfucking season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's completely shown his ass. And it's just, that's it. So the only person who's going through some shit is um, Quad and Gregory. I don't know what the fuck their marriage is at. Cecil and Simone made up. What did y'all think about that? I want to know how y'all feel about that because I feel like Cecil and Simone should really just call it a day, honestly. It's crazy that that these men will do the same thing. Like, like they they will do things to women that, that they would never accept from their own mm-hmm. back, back mm-hmm. to them. And then when, you know, these women, they want accountability. They want you to answer for what you're doing. They're like, oh, well, girl, you need to just relax. You know, we in this together. We married, you know, till death do us part. No, yes, till death do us part. Are you going to be the one that kills me, girl? Are you? Are you? You don't want to go in there. Okay, but they already in there. I just, I, I'm not dealing with that bullshit. I ain't, um, I'm just not. And I think Quad just needs to. Figure out what she wants to do with her husband or what she doesn't want to do <laughs> with her husband and figure that shit out. But other than that, Marriage Madison ended in a great season, um, sadly at the expense of some of the other castmates. But it was a good season. We always get a chance to like see them. Uh, Real Housewives and then we have a season finale next week, but I'm not sure what's the question that I want to ask the housewives. Mm. So I haven't got a chance to watch um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, I did pay attention to our... Um, Sweet, sweet sis Jocelyn throwing shade at Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and said one, when one, when one point four don't even want to, you don't even want to turn on the TV, bitch. I screamed. Was that the one where she was talking about? Well, girl, she for somebody who talking about wigs, she always in one or some shit. No, 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 no. That's not. That's not. That was it. a completely different situation. Yeah, that's that's not it. Uh, <laughs> that's a different. That's a different. That's a different situation. That was oh, that was Sheree when Sheree had said the house. Nene calling somebody a wig. And bitch, we ain't even seen your hair. Like <laughs> she does have a point. <laughs> That's why I love she, Shane. She does have a point. Like we ain't never seen Nene's hair. Like we ain't seen Nene's hair in forever. But um, all these shows were good. But loving hip hop Atlanta. I'm mean, not seen this episode too. But girl, I know that they. What did they say? Something happened. I don't know. But speaking <laughs> of TV shows. We're going to talk real quick about a TV show that came on today, or the other day, and that was those gays up in Detroit um, fucking racing in the speed and bumping cars. Have you not seen that video? Oh my God, no ma'am, I have not. I want to I'm going to let Adrian pull it up while we fucking talk about it real quick. <laughs> was so, it on Twitter or something? I can't. I think it's on the shade room. Of course it's on the shade room. Okay, okay, um, okay. But, Girl, I know that shit about to be fun. Yes, I think my best friend sent it to me. I'm going to have to send it to you through Facebook, but... There were these, like, some queer men, same gender loving men or whatever. I don't know what they identify as. But um, they was in Detroit, and they were playing bumper cars. Like, one of the girls had walked up to her. Like, she said, girl, don't fuck with her car. Like, I don't know. Oh, how, was that the one where somebody had, had a crowbar or, so, or a baseball bat She threw the back up. Like, they were arguing. She said, you ain't my sister. We don't know each other. A bitch took something and went to the back of the car and just bust the window out. And did. The dude in the like the purple hoodie or whatever. 
The dude in the purple hoodie was trying to get the fuck out the way. He was trying to put his shit in the car and get the fuck out of there. Because, girl, he know, he like, this shit about to go down. Bitch ain't getting the deposit back from the room. Nope. <laughs> he know this shit about to go south. So he tried to get, bitch, them hoes back there, Malibu up. <laughs> that is crazy. You that, see that? That is, cr- no, that but, is crazy that that has happened. I saw, I saw. You might have seen a snippet of it. Yeah, you might have seen a snippet. swinging something, but I just had Skip right yes, because they've been clowning and saying, uh, on your mark, get set, go. Like, because the guy in a purple hoodie was really trying to get the fuck out of there. Like, oh my God. he was trying his best to get out of there. And it just wasn't <laughs> happening. Oh, it wasn't happening, but they've taken it down off of most Twitter accounts. So, oh, they had t- they took, they it, took down? it out off of Facebook because it was like, I was hollering at this shit. My I was on this shit. So then they turned around and the guy who got his car hit, like he pulled out and he went and rammed another car. He went and rammed the car and said, dude, and backed up. So the folks who was in the car, they got hit, like with another car, backed that hoe up. They were twirling in the parking lot. <laughs> like a tornado like, girl. Like, oh my God. They was fucking, and then they were just hitting each other. Like one just bashed into the car and then they pushed the car outside the street. <laughs> it's the craziest shit I have ever seen. But don't they know people gonna be recording this? Sh- I mean, you have to be really angry and not scared of the con- consequences to do some shit like that. I would never do no shit like that. I can be angry. I'll punch my pillow in a minute. Now I would have bashed her car. I would have probably hit that bitch window, but I would have drove the fuck off and said, "Girl, I'm gone." Bitch. <laughs> That's it. You ain't finna be catching me on this motherfucker. Bitch, shit. them hoes were playing bumper cars. That shit is. They turned that parking lot to the fair. I'm done. <laughs> done, bitch. bitch. Done, girl. Sis, I hope Tyrone kept those receipts on all those furs <laughs> and bags and stuff that he was on uh, buying and stunting for a line on the run. <laughs> Literally. With financial on for financial coins and financial Fast remix. I just I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's too much going on. I can't. Howard University, girl, what is going on? Dear Howard. Right, because we've been writing there for how long? People have actually have already been like suspicious about them for so long. So for the people who don't know back home, what is going on with Howard <laughs> University, my DJ Envy voice? So Howard University um, has conducted an investigation and found that a lot of coins have been missing, a million dollars um, has been missing. A small loan of a million dollars. <laughs> small loan. They were $9 million in debt. And $1 million of those dollars were uh, misappropriated funds. <laughs> and these funds were going to employees. Employee. An employee, boo. And you want to know, the auditor found that between 2007 and 2016... Jesus, that's such a long time. It is, but she didn't got two degrees. University grants were awarded to some university employees who were also, <laughs> at the same time, receiving tuition remission. So <laughs> they were getting a discount on tuition while as well giving themselves in- inappropriate financial awards. <laughs> this shit is crazy. <laughs> this shit is crazy. <laughs> And the unfortunate Bitch, thing you about my tuition, I swear to God, I swear to God. <laughs> the unfortunate thing about it is that there are so many stories of people who are struggling, mm-hmm. crying, homeless, kicked mm-hmm. out because they didn't financial aid was playing with their life. And, and Tyrone S. And, and the rest of them, because it's not just Tyrone. So who is Tyrone? Tell us who Tyrone is. Tyrone. Now let me. He's an Instagram socialite. That's exactly what Ty- Sorry, Tyrone. Sorry, this page cannot be displayed. It sure can't. 
So, okay. Toro Rowan is a um he's one of the workers. He I was guess. yeah, he was he's one of the employees for Howard University and he was <laughs> he was Bitch, he was living a life. Let me tell you about you fucking. I already tell you, you DC girls are the worst, bitch. You DC girls are the worst. That's why I don't trust y'all scamming asses, nope. bitch. Trump ain't offering y'all goddamn jobs and shit, bitch. He firing y'all ass and clicking old white folks in and kicking them out. Like, I just can't deal with Howard University. And people, I feel like people are going to use this. As, as an, an argument against... That's a yeah. bad dog. Some party they out here doing it. And we know... That other organizations, they, that shit has happened in all types of white organizations and shit. It shit, happens daily in those Shit, white people misappropriate lives. So, I mean, <laughs> to, be, to be able to misappropriate funds and shit. So, Howard University is just, it's just capitalism. That's, that's, all, that's, that's what it is. That's Corrupt all it is. Capitalism. That's all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> so, I don't blame it. I think it's like... No, there's no perfect. Like it happens in every school, and some of the people, some of the officials in schools that are doing shit that they have just legalized, and it's shady as fuck. It's crazy, but you know what I mean. So charging people for classes they should don't really need to. Girl, we could get into a whole yeah, bunch. Of listen, shit. whole charge me, charge and make me take a class for fucking math, knowing damn well I don't do none of that shit. <laughs> Bitch, I need to be able to. Keep my credit in the 700s and 800s. Pay my motherfucking um student loans off, bitch, and be able to have a decent um amount in my account at all times. Like, and that's basic math and subtraction, bitch. <laughs> I don't need to know okay. how to fucking do fractions and shit. That shit's so goddamn stupid. Girl, I'm whipping out my handy dandy calculator for that shit. Bitch. But like we've said plenty of time, white branding is amazing. Um, we well, yeah, white branding. They know. They be fucking doing that shit because they've been doing it for centuries. You yeah. you better have a handle on it now. Son. Listen, so homegirl, uh, Miss Tyrone, she out here pooching around, bitch wearing furs and shit. Her Instagram account has been taken down. However, I have was able to find her Tumblr. And it's called Hankerson's Lookbook. Hankerson's Look. You got to be fucking with me, bitch. Yeah, Hankerson's Lookbook. <laughs> she got plenty of gifts and stuff on here. Um, she has a gift of um a rainbow, like... Dripping on a, um, I think a, a graduation hat, and a person is holding the umbrella. Jesus. She takes a lot of pictures. She goes to all types of places. Like she be out. Do you hear me? She be in Africa, bitch. She be in. <laughs> she be them, them girls say she was in Cuba. I think. she be everywhere, bitch. Oh, how was that? I've seen this. I've seen her before. Oh, I have seen this girl in Explore tab on Instagram. Oh my God! Happenings by Hank. <laughs> girl, she is out here. She's a cute little girl too, but you know, bitch, she out here living the best life. They said how much money? Four hundred and something thousand dollars. Four hundred and something thousand dollars. Jesus! And she half a mil, bitch, for her to put it on Instagram and, and get likes. And t- <laughs> bitch, I clicked on Instagram. That whole said the page. <laughs> Isn't debatable. Girl. Girl, where's this whole Facebook page? I want to know what. So, um, Howard University, um, University, um, Howard University's president has came out and he's girl, look, we have five, six employees. This is the tea, like. <laughs> but the thing is, why they should have said that shit from the get-go, right? Have they made an announcement that they've been looking into it? What you mean? Ha- has Howard made an announcement that they've previously fired before this day, before the news came out? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know they do. They did fire six employees, but I'm not sure. If they told us about it. Like when they fired them. Because the investigation has been going on for, for a while. A year, and yeah. it was actually a whistleblower. Shout out to whistleblowers. Well, I can't like spilled the tea. Yeah, he did. And, and it's, it's just garbage as hell. Um, 
And this is like girl, the DC brunch gays stole their money. They did. I believe it. They I did. do. I, I, I and I believe one of how University's teachers with a bad wig. And, <laughs> and then stole some money too. I just want to see these people who's been out here like getting these coins and shit. And Howard, because I talked to one of my contributors who's actually who goes to Howard as well. Um, and she said that Howard, um, you know, has lost their, they've lost that aesthetic. Like the, the area that they live in is, is gentrified now. And now that I think about it, um, one of my friend guys, who I'm not cool with that much, um, took me there to look at Howard's campus and stuff. And like, I did can tell that the area was gentrified as fuck. Yeah. Um, and, in my, in my PWI, they were. Um, and I saw that this is what Howard was doing as well, that they were selling the buildings of their own. I don't think that my, my pedo job was selling their, their own buildings, but they were selling buildings to create, to buy apartment buildings, to get money from that shit. So it's like they're gentrifying that shit. The, the university itself is gentrifying. And it's, as we said, it's just capitalism. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. So, um, I just, how, I hope y'all can get this shit together. Like, Howard is like, Supposed to be like the top brand school. They're always talking about it. Howard, Howard. I went to Howard. Bison, some shit. Uh, it's just, girl. All that shit is some bullshit. All these goddamn only thing they built. No system. Okay, we'll fall <laughs> in from the ashes of their debt. <laughs> we'll build a catfish student to collect coins from. Damn. These hoes out of control. And there's, there's another part of this, too, where it's like, if your journey is your journey and you have that shit and you have the ambition and you're working towards a goal, don't let these people stunting on Instagram and mm-hmm. shit. Don't let that phase you because you never know what they're doing for it or what it mentally costs to have it. Yeah, that's why you can't you can't judge off of shit like that. You just you just can't do it. So I, girl, I just Miss Howard. I just that's it. I can't even talk about it no more because it's just <laughs> fucking depressing as hell. But um, you know, moving on to other things, Miss Cardi B. Cardi B, I'm back, bitches. Okay, bitch. I was. What's, I don't give a damn if they act some shit. Something. I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, but Cardi B has um signed with Migos Management Quality Control, honey. Um, y'all know that Cardi B is um allegedly pregnant. We have not seen much of her. We have not seen. Mm-hmm. We still not got the Barty Cardi video that was supposed to be dropped during the Loving Hip Hop. I think Miami. Reunion. We did not get that. Um, her album is scheduled to drop and hit the ground um, April the 6th. You said scheduled to what? And it might stay on the ground. <laughs> April the 6th is Cardi B's album coming out. What is it called? A Vision of Love? Is, I, I'm not going to deal with you. It's called... What is it called, uh, Invasion of Privacy. Close, though. <laughs> invasion of Privacy. Invasion of Privacy. That's a perfect title. I bet that's the only control she had. <laughs> it's over the title of the album. That's cute for you, girl. Cause yeah, I already you already know what I think about signing with labels and stuff, especially if you already had the clout and the fucking pull to do it. Because Cardi B didn't have to do it. She didn't. And Cardi B did not have to do that. What, she had already had the backing of I her. Felt uh, so bad when she does. Like, she oh, she her, didn't have to. At she all. had her backing of her fan base, and she probably uh, could have been more of. Because I know she probably wants to be more of herself, I guess. Because she talking about invasion of privacy. If she had just stuck with just like that foundation of fans and stuff without the label. Might have been easier for her. It would have been easier for her. Um, and then she would have been able to be pregnant and do her own shit. Yeah. They, they say she's pregnant. Um, also in, in the news, um, Offset is allegedly um, having a baby by some homegirl who's claiming that you know he's the father. And Offset said he did not know who she was. 
But as soon as um, Homegirl was able to do a screen record, she posted a video of... Of the receipts. Yeah, of the DMs. Yeah, so it's just, girl... And I, I was just like, girl, I believe her. I mean, how many baby mamas offset God? So- well, this, this person is... They allegedly lied and said she's been pregnant by a lot of people. Oh, okay. But, I see, I see. um... It's offset we're talking about. So. Yeah, so we just got to run that by management first. Yeah, we do. So, <laughs> Cardi, this I, I want to know why Cardi is doing this. Um, why is she signing with quality control? Like, is that what is that? She I'm does, not like, sure. Like, this is our management team. I'm not sure. So she's I, on the same management team as her. Exactly, and so that is a recipe for complete and utter disaster. There's no other way around it. Um, <laughs> it's already it's already risky doing all this shit that that is being done with you know, a man in your career and all this shit, but then also to sign with his management company, you're going to be stuck for life with that nigga if you don't want... I mean, that's probably a hyperbole, but like, you're going to be stuck. You're going to be stuck. And I don't... I think if you want to leave, you should have the ability to do so. And signing with your man's management agency is not a way to leave your. I wonder what was the reason. I don't see the purpose. This Tyrone guy, I feel like I've seen him before. I, I keep seeing his picture. I'm telling you. And they keep dragging him on Twitter, child. They're just eating his ass up. I'm telling you. Because yeah. it's it's a lot of people like that. It's a lot of people like that online right now. It who, is. Who love to stunt and stuff, but it's like, girl, where's the substance behind what you're saying? It's not there. Listen, and um, fucking Cardi B has been stunting about this album, and she ain't doing no promotion for it. No promotion, no sis. No promo. None whatsoever. Um, we do have some kind of like sad things going on. Um, R. Kelly yeah. has allegedly been training um, a 14-year-old girl um, to be his sex pet. Was it just one? They say it was probably multiple, but not multiple? the age. Like Not that age. Okay. Yeah, but we don't, we don't know the age. So... Someone who is close and stuff to the camp or whatever you want to call it, um, they're doing a documentary and I think it was released today. I need to find out what platform it's on. And this woman was just saying that she was in a room and she saw a girl or such and such, you know, like, you know, that was supposed to be a sex pet. Jesus. Or whatever. And like that, you know, this person was trained to be a sex pet and all this type of stuff. And uh, R. Kelly introduced them and... My thing is, where is this 14-year-old's mother, father? Where's the parents? But then I think about, what if somebody had caught me sucking dick or eating ass in a car in the park and some shit at 15, 16? Where's your parents at? Bitch, in the bed, sleep while I'm sneaking out. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. So, like, <laughs> I like I don't know. Like, shit fucking happens. Like, your kids are, there are some times where you're not going to be around your kids. And that's just it. That's just it, and and these people have trained their whole lives to be to to be predators. So they they have, I guess, uh, best practices. I guess if you that's what I'm saying. Like so that. it's just it happens. But um, I'm like this woman that was in there and saw that. She, why does she not call authorities? Why does she not reach out? Like, I feel like it's so on? difficult when you're like speaking to power like that. Especially yeah, like, I can understand it. Rich ass motherfucker like R. Kelly. Because who gonna believe you? Yeah. And you already see how we like drag women in um, media, so it's just like I'm not gonna put myself in that. Some some women may feel like I'm not gonna put myself in that situation. Yeah, I'm just here to collect the check. It's I'm just, just here to collect the check. But that shit is fucked up. But I know, like sometimes you can't do shit until you have some hard evidence. And even even investigators who are undercover and shit, they don't they don't do shit until, until the shit, they see some shit. Like they really need like the bigger fish. Mm-hmm. Like they see some shit, so I can understand it. Um, I'm just disappointed like it took so long like but 
Girl, these folks still listening to fucking um Chris Brown anyway. Girl, they still listen to all the dumb ass shit. Okay. I don't li- I don't check nine all that. I don't shit. listen to none of these trash ass individuals. Nope. None of them. Get them out of but here. But R. Kelly, you are complete garbage. Um And we knew that. We um, knew. We knew. We we knew. I just hope that we can make sure that we hold people accountable now instead of, oh well, girl, she got a couple of hits. Let's just let her slide. No, if the person is abusive, get the abuse out your life. Listen. R. Kelly faces allegation of sexual misconduct in a BBC documentary, the latest in decades-long string of sex abuse claims against the R&B singer. The documentary, R. Kelly, Sex Girls and Videotapes, released on Wednesday, features several people who accuse Kelly of predatory behavior. Girl, ex-girlfriend Kitty Jones says in the film that the singer forced her and the other women to have sex with him in a sex dungeon. Girl, where's Candy? She also said Kelly, whose real name is Robbie Kelly, groomed an underage girl to be his sex pet. Here's what she's saying, girl. I was introduced. This is going off the Huffington Post. I was introduced to one of the girls in the dungeon. In the dark. That he told he trained. That he told me that he trained since he, she was 14. Those were his words, said Jones, according to The Guardian. I saw that she was dressed like me. That she was saying some of the things I say and her mannerisms were like mine. That's when he clicked in my head that he had been grooming me to become one of his pets. He calls them his pets. He literally calls them his pets. That someone who says stuff like that out loud means that they are so they they feel no they sense anything. of anything they wrong with that anything. shit at all. They don't see like, anything. Wow. That's crazy that I mean, of course, allegedly, if that's true. But I mean, girl, at this point. Girl. <laughs> at this point, sis. Girl, that shit is a lot. He he just said that shit out of his mouth like it wasn't nothing, girl. Nothing. That I just Ugh. I haven't been checking for our curly um no, I have I haven't been checking for any of his music. I haven't been checking for him, period. Yeah, I haven't. So <laughs> I'm just not really su- surprised. Like yeah. And, but I, I want to know when where this documentary is going to be at, and I will definitely be watching it to to like have a conversation about it. But it did um, dominate, you know, the headlines yeah. and stuff. People were like trying to find out what the T was, but it's just another thing. I just like when is they said that this possibly could be like the shit, like the the straw that breaks the camel's back type I of just, bullshit. I, it's just so crazy because we all know that. It, pastors and family members and all this they be a lot of people who are trusted in positions of power and stuff like that or in um positions where they're supposed to be mentoring or they're they're visible Mm -hmm. some people take advantage of that some people really take advantage of that and that's really unfortunate very much unfortunate so girl r kelly is just one of he's just a he's just a motherfucker he just he's just that um girl i just i wish that we can just I wish it was enough to like pin him away and make him just do the time for some of the shit he's done. I wish, I wish we was in Wakanda, honestly. To just be like, girl. <laughs> like, this is it. This is it. But girl, we'll be right back after this quick break. Who bit it? Who bit it? Who bit it? It was me. <laughs> so now you like them. <laughs> So, girl, we want to know, bitch, we have the Scooby-Doo Patrol, bitch. Right, dude. We got Inspector Gadget, the Pink we Panther do, bitch, out with his big-ass magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> and Latoya Jackson with her big-ass magnifying glass. Oh, my God. <laughs> bitch, we need to know who bit Beyonce. The people want to know. Bitch, <laughs> who the fuck you think did it? So, there's a rumor saying that Sanaya Latham might have did it. Well, girl, let's back up. 
Yeah. Because who the fuck was the one spilling the tea about this Tiffany. Shit? Tiffany. Loud mouth ass Haddish. Need a story Haddish. Let me stop. Um, Tiffany Haddish spilled the tea even after Beyonce told her ass, you know, NDA, Tiffany. You know, you know <laughs> top off and shit. She's the girl. Now, people were saying that this probably was recorded um, a long time ago before Beyonce re- or the interview was done before Beyonce ever released the song. I don't mm. know, girl, but either way, um, that shit is crazy, Tiffany. I hope that you are setting up yourself for something other than <laughs> Beyonce's, you know, newspaper sis, because that's going to be annoying when <laughs> Beyonce's you, Tumblr account. Yeah, you, that's going to be annoying when you go to different interviews and all they do is ask you about ask what you're you doing about Beyonce, and it's going to be annoying, sis. So, um, but yeah, girl, apparently. Tiffany and Beyonce were at a party yet again, and somebody bit Beyonce's face. And Tiffany, I went was the same one. But did they say it was the same one? Oh, I'm not sure. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is it the same party? Because the way I'm thinking, it might have been. I don't know. I, I see it being the same one. I see it being the same party. Damn. I see it being the same party. Which is like, girl, what type of party was this? It's it's a. I feel like it's a regular celebrity party. There's no telling what type of crazy shit they into. When you have that much money, I can't even imagine the amount of boredom that you will experience. They find ways to make their life exciting. So, Tim has out here fucking spilling tea and saying that just since shit happened. Yeah. But nobody wants to tell us who the fuck beat, beat the queen. And the thing is, I feel like Beyonce could have made so many headlines with stories like these... For so long, but she had doesn't talk about shit that goes on in parties or shit. Like, girl, you guys gonna focus on my music and that's it. Girl and Miss Tiffany out here <laughs> spinning the guy that I just I want her to shut the fuck up. Sonia Lathan is the person that the people are saying did it. They're alleging that Sonia Lathan was a part of that shit. She bit Beyonce. What makes you believe that she did? Because you believe she did. Yeah, well, a couple of people were saying certain things that were kind of like Chrissy Teigen had came out and she said that. She thought it was somebody else that she don't care for. And then when she found out who it was... She's like, oh, well, I actually I can't, like them. So yeah, she said, I can't say anything. <laughs> she said, because she loves both of them. And I see Sonia Lathan as being one of those like loving people. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's a sweet person. Sonia Lathan came out and said, it wasn't me. I mean, she so it was his face. But they, then, the they said, then it's a friend of the legend that it was her. Yeah, so... First of all, what type of friend gonna do that shit after you went up there and bit the queen, bitch? (laughs) Damn. She bit the queen, bitch. I just don't understand how people are biting each other at these parties and shit, but that's celebrities for you. Girl, so Sonia Lathan, girl, was it you? We want to know, like, I need to know, was it you, girl? You need we got to put her up to the um, lie detector or some shit, girl. We girl, need- going to put her ass right next to Stormy Daniels, bitch. <laughs> and put this shit around your breast, bitch. Yes, ma'am, bitch. Around your stomach. And we need to know what's going on because I'm trying to see how fucking high, how what intoxicated would you be to be biting somebody? I think Let you, alone biting Beyonce. That's why, that's why Tiffany said, Beyonce said that um, that bitch ain't usually like that. That bitch on drugs, that she ain't even drunk. Who said that? Tiffany said Beyonce said that shit. They be on drugs, child. I was like, Tiffany, now that sounds like something Beyonce country ass would say. That's just, I mean, that's just. She's not normally like that. (laughs) Yeah, she's not normally like that. So there was at that party. It was at that party? Because I'm thinking, didn't, what's name had to check that Beyonce, did Tiffany had to see Beyonce check her old? Was that the one when she said. That was a completely different. So that was a different scenario. But I don't know if it happened at the same party. It was Girl, definitely a different scenario. Bitch, I ain't getting invited to none of these parties. <laughs> Do you want to be invited? Girl, no, ma'am. Okay. No, ma'am. 
So for our Kiki segment this uh, this episode, I wanted to ask a question both to Justin and myself. What what, what is the one thing or what are the, some things about being an adult that you did not expect? Like what, what were some things coming into adulthood that you did not think were was going to be a thing, especially when you were a kid? Probably paying bills. Paying bills? Paying bills on time. Girl, where does this money come from? <laughs> I thought that shit was coming up damn trees. I really thought it was coming up the trees. That's crazy. Yeah, when I was young, I was like, Mom, why you got to, you leaving and shit for work? What is that? My thing, I think my thing was, like, when I was young, I thought that when you're an adult, you could just do anything that you wanted. You do anything you want to do. No, I do what I want. No, I do what I want. No, I do what I want. Girl, I'm my mom was see. like, girl, no, ma'am. That's not the case. Like, well, how did she explain it to you? No, she because she, she ever explained when you asked. Yeah, yeah, because she, she she explained it, but in grown up ass terms. When I was a kid, I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you just talking." But you can still, to me, it looked like she could do whatever she wanted to do, hmm. and I was the one who couldn't. Okay, I don't I'm trying to see what was it like. I don't think it was explained to me or broke down like that, mm-hmm. or I just I don't I don't know. I don't think it was broke down to me like that. I think, I think it was just kind of like just growing, like knowing and like gradually working. learning. Yeah, gradually learning from working in high, like working in high school, working at like little fucking jobs, working at Marshalls and shit, working mm-hmm. at this and that. And I was like, okay, okay, like, like I, I'm understanding. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm making fucking five fifteen dollars an hour. I'm making five dollars fifteen cent, and bitch, I'm not able to do shit but buy, you know, bullshit. Pay my um. Sing your twos and go get some Captain D's from across the street. <laughs> that was all I was able to do. Bitch, damn, I was spending some money. I used to go spend ten dollars on food on lunch. That shit. Damn, that was like in two thousand and three. So I can imagine. No, I take my ass to the grocery store. Charlie, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. I think also like seeing your mom age is crazy. Like that's one thing I'm not. I have not been prepared for. Is seeing my, my mom age. Yeah, I think forever my mother... Um, Be 30 years old in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that's some crazy shit. Just like... I think that when we were younger, we were just like in this fantasy world. And I guess it's... Who creates the fantasy? I, I, it depends on what environment you're in. Sometimes the teachers, sometimes the parents. Hmm. I don't know. I f- and I feel like that's the only way they can do it just because of how shitty the world is. I mean, when I was growing up, I thought the world was a fantasy world. I did too. Everything was great and fun. Maybe and that's then, why we would be so like nostalgic and that's where that shit comes from. Yeah. Like we remember stuff because it reminds us of like a time where there wasn't any problems in our minds. Like <laughs> suffering and shit. Yeah. But bitch, there's plenty of When you grow up, you see it. You see it. So, um... I was a part of this um, conversation on the radio show yesterday, and for those who watched nine one one, they were talking about um, the relationship with the lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. So apparently, she's married. She had a white girlfriend at first. She's in jail, so she went. Um, the, the white girl wanted to talk to her, wanted to see her, or whatever. She a crackhead, so this shit really don't matter. I don't know what the fuck she is. So she went back to see um, Miss Mayonnaise and. <laughs> She showed up at the house and they had sex. I haven't seen it, but that's the question. That yeah, was asked. it was. Yeah. So they had sex, and um, I was on a radio show, Q in the Streets. Y'all check them out; they're cute. Um, and they said, you know, the like the one of the callers that had a question saying, you know, what would you do if your mate like said that their ex or whatever wanted to meet up with mm-hmm. you, like your ex saying, "Hey, girl, hey, girl, hey," like 
you know, homegirl, my ex-girlfriend so from my, five So years, my man wants to my meet. wants to meet with his his ex. Well, your ex-boyfriend, your um your man's ex-boyfriend wants to meet with him. So your okay. um so your boyfriend gets a call or your fiance yeah, yeah, gets a call from saying, his ex saying, I need to meet you. Okay. How would you react to that? Would you let him do it? Would you not let would you would you let him do it? If you did not, why? What's your reason for it? For both of them? I oh Jesus. I think that is it depends it, it depends on this relationship. Like each relationship as it own like if I've known you for ten years or three years and you say your ex wanna have like, okay, girl, all right, I'll see you. But I don't know. I feel like I would kind of think a little bit more of it if we were just starting dating. Like if it was only been like a, a, you know, two weeks or a month, and then now your ex is calling. I, I would want to know at least why or what's the what's the issue, what's going on. I mean, I'm not gonna lock you in your house and say you can't visit him, <laughs> you know. But I mean, obviously, you're telling me, which is better than you doing it behind my back. I said that I would. I would like say sure. Um, because I'm scared that, yeah, like, like you said, I'm scared that it might happen. So I'm just like, you know, I appreciate you letting me know. Yeah. So let's, let's either go together. Let's find out what it is because it could be something. Um, and, and, you know, the two girls I was on the uh, radio show with, they were saying that, well, no, because a man is supposed to be here. That is over with. Even my best friend was saying that part of the relationship is over. This is my man now and this and that. I was saying they might need closure. They might have a conversation. It can be anything. She it, might have shared information. He or she might have shared information. That they needed to yeah, or Yeah, like they might have shared something about sexual abuse or something they were dealing with mm-hmm. and that they experienced with this person. They might have shared one moment that's not even an intimate type of, you know, what we think is just sexual and shit. It might it's be just something. just like an eye-opening. Yeah, so they might want to talk to me about it. Like, look, like... It might be a friendship. And I thought there was insecurity uh, when, you know, you don't want your man to do that. Like, ah, it, it can be tempting. They were saying, one of the girls were saying, well, women ain't shit out here. They don't care about a man being married. They would try and they would tempt. But your man can't do shit. That's your man. That's what I'm saying. You like, should be the one. That's what I'm saying. Can't nobody do, make you do a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about a woman or a man. Like, come on, let's, let's, let's really be honest now. How many women out here raping men? Like, just cut the bullshit. It does happen. It does. We will not deny that it does not happen. But there's a huge problem with that's what I'm saying. Violence. <laughs> so I'm just like, child, it was a mess. So and then we had a conversation about, um, well, you supposed to under the relationship, and it went a whole bunch of ways. So I like your point when you said like. This person, if they really want to talk to this person, it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm saying. It's going to happen. So I, I'm grateful that this person said, hey, sis, this this is happening. This person wants to meet with me. They're my ex. I'm going to do it. I'll have dinner, whatever. But I just wanted to let you know this is what's happening. Yes. The same way with my best friend when I told her that I was possibly spending the night with her this weekend. She had to talk to her husband. That's her husband and their house together. So they need to um, have a conversation about, you know, me staying over and me spending the night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a joint type of situation. This is both their home. This is both their relationship. So, you know, it, it is what it is. So, I mean, I personally don't know. I've been, I've been single for so long, so I don't really <laughs> even know how the fuck that would go. But I'm trying to get to the point where I'm not insecure about situations like that because... She can still bump into him at the grocery store. Like I'm trying to get to the point where I don't feel that type of way. But and a woman will say, "Well, you know, women are temptation. They're you know, tempting folks." I'm like, "Girl, if that's the case. You need to watch your man at the grocery store, Publix. 
Um, AutoZone. It's car fix. It gets exactly. Great. I mean, that women are everywhere. Like, and you probably need watching with men too. Like, cut this shit. Like, if he gonna do it, he gonna do it. The same thing with uh, Mercy Madison when Doctor Gregory going into their hotel room. He wanted to do it. Yeah. So if he wanted, like, what's dark in the dark will come to the light. So if he wanted to do it. He gonna do it, mm-hmm. and you know it, it, that's nothing you can do about it. It might not be with that person; it might be with somebody else. But girl, it is what the T is. So, um, what do y'all think? Are you letting your mate meet up with their ex boyfriend? I mean, or, or ex boyfriend, ex girlfriend, non-binary. Like, okay, let come us on. <laughs> let us know if you saying no. Why? And if yes, let us know why as well. Letters. Can my mate twenty third letter? <laughs> Hi, Adrian, Justin. My question for this for the Culture Podcast would be: Have you guys ever been in a fight before, including physical and physical altercations and really heated verbal altercations? I'm asking because I it seems as if a lot of bitches have been trying me lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's for me to get that angry. Verbal shit is like it seems like everything. Yeah, <laughs> for me to get that angry is a lot of energy. So. Mm-hmm. Usually that would only happen like with a family member mm-hmm. or something. Um, a physical fight. I, I mean, not really. I, I don't consider myself as someone that can fight. Um, <laughs> I kicked some nigga in the nuts though in middle school. That's always fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, he just kept pushing up on me. Like, nigga, get off. And then I think he was the same one that was harassing my sister too. So that just. Really? Mm-hmm. I've, I've been in a couple of fights. I think I was in a fight. Um, my first one was in the seventh grade. I think his name was Ricky, if I'm not mistaken, or it was something else. I don't know what it was. But he used to pick on me every day he was coming to school. Like, homeroom, he used to pick on me. I used to, like, hate going there. Because he used to always be, like, on my ass. And one day I came in, and my fr- I had grow grew a fro. And, like, I had just put grease in it. Like, I didn't really, like, moisturize like I was supposed to. So he was like putting his hand in my hair and he had took my um color pencils out of my um my rollaway backpack and he just like threw that shit on the ground. Jesus. Like he was just fucking with me, harassing me. And I don't know, I wonder why the fuck we was doing this shit. Now I think about that. So I just literally got up and just started choking the shit out of him. Like I just started choking him. I said, let me just snap. Just let me snap. Just let me snap on him and he was just like sometimes that shit feels so good yeah and i just lost control <laughs> and i was just choking him i ended up getting a suspension and my fucking ugly ass fucking teacher um gonna say some well you shouldn't have been um <clears throat> you should have said something just said something to you multiple times and you didn't do anything like i let you know that this man was harassing me so that was my first altercation my second one was in high school for being called gay and he was spraying perfume on me and I um, choked his ass too. Do you be choking these niggas? <laughs> I'm trying to take you. You be choking these. I choked his ass. You know what? I think his name was Royce. I think his name was Royce. The eighth grade, I, I choked him out. There was in science. There was in Miss Ware class. Oh no, my no, no, Miss Ware. I can't think of her name. She was a Jamaican lady. It just sucks that you have to really drag bitches before they leave you alone off some dumb shit like sexuality. Like leave me the hell alone, man. That shit hmm. was crazy. It was. Why do you have to drag bitches like that? And I think the last time I got to fighting was when um, I was in um, summer camp. Somebody had took my glasses off and broke them. I was like, my mama bought me these glasses. They Girl, had broken. I, I was mad. This time to fight. This time to fight <laughs> off them. It's time to beat this bitch ass. Okay. Uh, we have another letter from Alana. 
Happy Thursday, Kings. <laughs> she yes, wrote it on Thursday. <laughs> First of all, I want to thank you both for what you all do. Um, your podcast bridges the gap between news and tea so well. Oh, thank you. Second, you're both my friends in my head. I can't get enough of either of you. Third, okay. I need some advice. I've Come been on, advice. I've been seeing this guy casually for about a year now. When I say casually <laughs> seeing each other, I mean booty calls mostly. Well, at least that's what I tried to keep it as. But over time, it seems to have tried to blossom into something more. I do very well at keeping my feelings in check, usually. However, he's just so different. I know, I know. Don't roll your eyes. I'm serious. He's a sweetheart, attentive, gentle, caring, corny, handsome, and a great lover. I was introduced to him uh, by a mutual friend. We went on one date. By the second date, it was on and popping. We'd established each other. Um, we'd established with each other that neither of us were looking for anything serious. I'd come over, we'd smash, and I'd go home. Come on, <laughs> the contract. But things progressed in the beginning months, and I'd stop come over, coming over at 11 p.m. and leaving right after. I started coming <laughs> over earlier right after work and bringing overnight bags so I could get my cuddle on and head back to work in the morning. Mind you, I'd see him about two to three times um, a week on a regular basis. One night over the summer, we had an intimate evening that confirmed that my feelings had grown. We had danced in his kitchen. Oh, that's cute. He cooked me dinner. Damn. Took me to see the fireworks. Back to his place. We showered together and cuddled together naked without intercourse. Come on. A deep connection. I'd never experienced that level of romance <laughs> and intimacy with a man before. In parentheses, she has. I might be sprung. <laughs> Shortly after I broke the news that I was moving out of state. Damn. I needed to get. This sounds like a rom-com. I needed to get away from a lot of things that were going on in my life at the time. He let me leave. Never asked me to say. However, we still speak on almost on all, on a daily basis, mm-hmm. uh, and we spend time together whenever I'm in town. Um, I meet men where I currently live. Um, my mind goes back to him. He mentions how much he misses me and asks me about my dating life. But whenever I comment on our situationship, it seems like he tries to change the subject. Tell me, should I let the situationship burn out, or is it worth holding on to? Signed, am I just sprung? That sounds like a lot. Uh, now I kind of think I know who this person is. You do? I think I follow them on Instagram, but that's who I think it is. Um, but I kind of just, I don't know. Sometimes in a situation, like, I'd be like, girl, it's too much. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, sometimes. I don't know. But here at For the Culture Podcast, I'm just telling you what I, I would do, not saying what you should do. <laughs> But sometimes it depends. It depends on each relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have invested enough into it where, or into the friendship or situation where it can blossom into something else. But also, I don't think you should injure yourself trying to hope for something that will never come. So I think that, um, I, I think open communication is honestly the best place. Ask him. Mm-hmm. Ask him. <laughs> I dealt with a situation like that a long time ago. That when I was. Feeling this person that I, went, I knew I was getting ready to go um, to basic training and stuff for about a, think about a, um, a week. Well, no, no, no. I think I was about to leave like a month. I was like, girl, I'm about to leave in the next month. Like, I'll be gone for like six months. Damn. Like, so, girl, I don't know what the tea is. So, just let you know. <laughs> just let you know what the girl is. Yeah, um, it's difficult. But I would kind of just like, just. You know, ask questions. Communication is key. You'll, you'll find a lot if you communicate clearly. Um, and they're moving shit. Everybody's not set up for no long distance yeah, I relationship. Know I'm not. I don't think I am. Yeah, some folks can't do it. I some people can't can. do it. 
Because <laughs> it will feel like I'm not in one. I know, right? Yeah. So figure it out, um, boo. Let us know what the tea is, honey. Um, keep us keep us informed. And hey, Adrian, Justin, I love the show, and you guys are hilarious. I just need a bit of advice for a complicated situation. My ex-boyfriend and I were together for two years, and I broke up, and we broke up last October. I thought that during our time apart, we could find somewhat of a balance and understanding of each other and work on our communication. I'm a senior art major and graduate next year, so I'm really focused on building my resume, networking, getting good grades, et cetera, et cetera. He, the ex, was just working, trying to find a successful career path. At the end of the day, when I broke up with him, I felt like there were, we were unequally yoked and has, he hasn't supported me as much as I, has, I was supporting him. And then there were huge differences such as being out to my family and friends and identify as a gay black male and him still being very much in the closet and homophobic. Fast forward to this past January, he takes me a picture of him and his new light bright Ken doll saying how happy he is and that he finally has someone who makes him feel special and allows him to be the real him. Bitch, what? That's shady as hell. But if this is the right Jordan I'm thinking about, that this is the right person, I think that, I think, ain't you light bright? I think I, I think you look, but child, you know, you know, he might have a like a pattern. Mind you, I haven't talked to this dude since we broke up. Ever, ever, I never. Oh, I never responded. So here it is, March, April, and I find out that my ex boyfriend is abusive and has been whooping his ass on a consistent basis, put him in jail, and drain his bank accounts. Girl, so his look. ex's new boyfriend is abusive. So the one that he was bragging about, jeez. girl, cleaning house, mm. and now the ex he is back living at home with his parents. Which he is thirty, only thirty minutes away from me. His cousin contacted me because he was ex- he expressed that he wants to talk to me, explain what was really going on in his head. I also found that he has been keeping tabs on me, and I barely post on social media. You sure don't? I know exactly who you are now. I still care for him on some level, but I'm kind of in my own groove. I'm in my own zone. Okay. Come on, I want to check on him, but no one deserves to be abused. But the devil in me keeps saying, "Karma is a bitch." What should I do? What would you do if I were, if you were in my shoes? Well, I would, if I was in your shoes, hopefully it would be Jordan. Um, <laughs> and I would be walking on air. Come on, sis. <laughs> but, um. That's such a complicated. That is, because like, Karma is a bitch. She really is a bitch. She will rock your shit. But I don't know. I, she's a consistent bitch, so it means it will come back. It will, it will come, it will come back. Keep on coming you. back. So, yeah, she can keep going and giving the same thing. Somebody has to stop it. Come on, what Oprah fucking ass said. You have to be that, that energy. That, that dark, it only takes a little I'm bit of light. Just it only takes a little bit of light. A little bit of light to, you know, overcome. Girl, get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. But um, I can go on and on about Oprah. Oh, but, my God. Um, I will reach out just to make sure he's okay. Let me tell you something. Yeah, at the very because Hopefully least. he wasn't. To, from what you're saying, it sounds like y'all, it just didn't match. It didn't seem seem like he was being crazy or fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's coming from me. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, because let me tell you, I do very grown shit. Like, there was this dude that I was dealing with, and he kind of ghosted. And it was just like a friendship type of situation. It wasn't even like no real intimate shit. We were just like kicking and shit. He was somebody I can confide in, somebody I can talk to and all that. And he fucking ghosted. And he had me like shook because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I thought he something happened to him because mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm. does happen. And I reached out to him. I said, you know what? I'm gonna text one more time and I'm say, hey, I just want to make sure that you're good. I don't care if we don't if you don't ever respond to me ever again. We don't ever talk or whatever. But I just want to make sure that you're good so it can come off my chest. So I was the bigger person. I said, you know what? 
I know that there's a chance this person might respond and say, you know what, I did ghost and I just didn't know, I just was not interested in any type of nothing with you. Mm -hmm. I just want to be the grown person and say, you know what, I want to make sure that this person is cool because it can be where he is in a bad spot mentally right? and he he needs somebody to talk to him like Right. So that's the thing. And it doesn't necessarily mean that y'all have to be jumping and talking every day or that y'all have to be trying to reignite something that's there. It could simply just be a check on you text because you know that he's been through a difficult relationship or a difficult situation. And you could just check on him and move on about your business. Um, but yeah, definitely if he was someone that was abusive or controlling or, you know, really took advantage of you, I wouldn't text him back at all. But if it just ended on some, you know, agree to disagree type terms, mm-hmm. then I would say, yeah, girl, you could you could send him, shoot him a text or, you know. Say, yeah, just, you know, how are you? Check on you. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything. Yeah, because I feel like he's just so quick to tell you about that shit because I'm not doing no shit. Like, I'm not sending an ex no picture of me. trying to brag. He's trying to make you mad. Yeah, girl. And that, that shit just was, wasn't, it was just stupid. Yeah. But you did break up with him though, didn't it? Oh wait, wait a minute. Did she break up with him? Wait, let me let me see. Let's what? make sure. Pull out the receipts. What's the receipts? Yes, because I think I think if I'm not mistaken, I think he broke up with him. Uh, or did the boyfriend, did the ex break up? Like, did the guy who's getting his ass whooped um, and got his bank account whooped too? Oh my God! No, he said all he said was just that we were together for two years and we broke up just last that's time. That's a so long ass relationship. It is. It is long. Damn, that's a lot. So life. that's that's what I'm like. He sent you that picture. That's just like to... 20 years and gay years. <laughs> it is. So yeah, um, that was. I don't know. I, I think you should reach out. I think you should reach out, but you need to put some safeguards on it. Yes, and you <laughs> and I don't want to be like the rest of these people. Like, oh, we're just girl. No, and th- you can tell him that 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 shit was grimy too. Yes, that what he did. Like, don't don't do that. Like, that's if tough. you want to talk to me, just say it. And obviously, I'm doing it now. Say it. Just say it. Just just say it. Like, just be grown and just say, girl, this is how I felt. Like you did me fucked up, and like I just want to let you know. After you get through. Like, letting him spear his guts out to you. You tell him, like, bitch, that shit was fucked up how you did me, bitch. And you didn't have to do it like You didn't have to send me no picture like that. You didn't have to send me no picture like that. Exactly. <laughs> so, girl, uh, reach out to him. Text him. And just, you know, figure out, say, hey, what's going on? Uh, uh, you know, see if there needs to be a phone call. Or, or me- a text message. Or a text message. Or possibly some shit over coffee or something. Yeah. But other than that, I would say just... I think you you can check on him. I don't think there's anything wrong with checking on him. Just that's all I check, have to say. Check, check on Trey tonight. Him. Check on Trey. <laughs> I have a cute little message for the culture. Y'all already know. Uh, my message is just to be yourself and making sure that you know that uh, being efficient and being productive doesn't always have to mean being boring. <laughs> what? Repeat it one more time. Being efficient and being productive doesn't always have to mean being boring. Mm. I, I take that from the conversation we were having on Twitter about someone saying that, well, girl, if you say sis, I automatically think that you don't, you know, you're, you, you're not smart. I don't respect you. Girl, if you use like the word that's, sis. That's the same girl that told me, let me educate you what fraternities are. Bitch, I don't need this shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that shit. But I, I said on Twitter, I was like, it's funny how they were telling us not to have a personality, not to have energy, not to have passion in the classroom. And now all these businesses are paying for energy and passion and personality in their I messaging. want passion. They passion. want all that shit. Passion. Give me passion. Come on. Um, My message is be petty, be healthy, 
and be you. <laughs> be petty. So this past weekend, I forgot to mention that I did get a chance to go to a, a competition. In, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did go to a dance competition, and Miss Diana was there. Miss uh, <laughs> um, Diana was there and both dancing dolls. And I don't have anything against Diana. Um, and she was kind of scared to speak. But I want people to always understand that Justin is always going to be speaking his truth on his platforms. So that that's just me. I'm not going to change on that. Now I will, you know, direct fire accordingly. Okay. But you know, <laughs> budget the fire. Budget I the will. Ammo. But um, Tiana did not speak to me. I know she didn't. But one of her, um, you know, one of the members of the DDP that I have talked about and kind of took mm-hmm. in a week a couple of times did reach out to me on Instagram and said that you know they did like me and they appreciate some of the stuff that I do. Mm-hmm. So it made me feel good. It's like just be yourself. People will eventually come around and stuff, and if not, they'll leave. So like yeah, now you don't need them in your exactly (laughs) like, and I just was like, you know, I I I appreciate that, like you know, I appreciate that message and that person telling me that because um, we have bumped heads several times on social media and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I still you know said my things, Um, and then that person kind of like you know, hey, like it's nothing personal. So that was like four or five years ago. I would have never expected me talking to a person. So, you know, just be petty, be healthy, and be you, honey. That's all I got. (laughs) That's all I got. But this was a Sydney episode of For the Culture Podcast. We always appreciate y'all to send those letters in to um, fortheculturepodcast.com slash what? Contact. Y'all already know. Contact, honey. <laughs> y'all make sure that y'all stay in touch with us. We do apologize. Well, I do apologize on behalf of the King of Reese brand for being <laughs> Come on, the late. King. Yes. Okay. I take accountability. <laughs> okay. In my mouth's voice from the grapevine. Um, yes. So I apologize for the episode coming um, so late because I know some of y'all was in my comments like, girl, where's the dude episode at? But she is here. Um, we just have to adjust fire sometimes. We have a lot of things going on, a lot of stuff we're trying to accomplish um, together and separately. So it was just a lot going on last week. And I really needed that time with my family because um, I'm working on some stuff with my family. I cannot wait to share with yes, y'all. Yes, you are. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so y'all enjoy um, y'all stuff. Y'all got our message, honey. That's that's it. That's about it. All Bye, right. girls. Bye, girlies.